Today we're going to do some Q&A, uh, which is a result of emails and inquiries through our Facebook user group. Um, I thought that the the questions were very good and um, we should put them out on the podcast. But before that, I want to welcome some new people from around the world. Uh, we've got Rob Taylor, who's from the United Kingdom, Brian Jennings from the United States, Michael Berger from the United States, James Bremner from New Zealand, um, Charles Alexander from the United States, Stuart Newbury, he's from the United Kingdom, Kevin Franks from New Zealand, and Jonathan McWatt from New Zealand. So welcome to everybody there. Um, I hope you do very well in this new profession. Um, don't be afraid to, um, to reach out and uh, um, talk to us through the user group, the Facebook user group, uh, if you have any questions or anything like that. Now, I'm in Auckland, obviously, and every now and then you might hear a bit of thunder in the background. We've got hailstones and um, torrential rain sort of off and on, so, so um, I'll, you might be able to hear it. There you go. Don't know if you can. Anyway, so podcast questions or, or questions for the podcast, I should say. Um, I won't uh, read out who the questions are from, um, but I'll just, I've just made a note. There's about 12 here that I think are very, very good inquiries or questions, and we need to perhaps uh, um, put some answers around them. Now, the first thing is about client sizes. There's been a, f- a couple of inquiries um, about that, and Mandy sent out um, through Facebook. Um, it's right at the very top of the of the user group um, section, um, she sent out a list of a whole lot of clients and client sizes and client types um, so that you could see that clients come from everywhere and they're every size and the fees range quite a bit. But there seems to be a little bit of confusion around around client fees. So so I'll just tell you how, how we kind of look at it. In, in New Zealand and Australia, we work on a kind of a base fee of around about $2,500 per month. Um, so that's 2500 New Zealand is about 2200 Australian um, and would be around about 1800 US and probably... Um, 1600 1500 pounds in the UK I don't know what the euro is but but we work on that but it's only for the first couple of months you'll remember in training that what it's all about is is you need to assess when you're um, working through client acquisition what the number of hours are required by you per month. Now, we don't charge on hours. That's an absolute no-no. But it might be a client that's in rescue and and, and it might need, um, the client might need, oh gosh, 20 hours a month or something like that, five hours a week. So you determine your hourly rate you determine how many hours that the client's going to need, and that will give you your base rate. And that's a fixed um, fee for the first couple of months until you've done the business plan, and then that flips over into a percentage of revenue. Now, the mechanism for working that out is all in the training. Um, Idea being that um, your fee structure has got a floor, but it's got no ceiling. So it never goes below whatever that floor is you've established, um, but because it's based on a percentage, it um, 
it will uh, continue to continue to go on, um, to to increase as you're as you're going along. I'm just going to go through and um, mute one of these tracks. Now that's all done. That's cool. All right. So that's the that's the client sizes. But go and look in that that table that Mandy sent out on the user group, and you'll and you'll see what we're talking about. We had another question about systems and processes in the client's business. Um, and this particular person felt a little bit, um, what were they, um, um, uh, unsure of themselves maybe because they, they say, I don't know much about systems and processes. What I want to say is that, that the whole thing about business consulting and what your job is, is to put the client's business on the business success program, which is a track that it will run on uh, and will continue to do so. Um, there's, it's basically a track where, where uh, without going into too much detail here and, and re reviewing all the training and everything, it, it's like a railway line. Every business that we deal with goes on the Business Success Program railway line and then uh, and other things happen along the way. They're called additional services and they're also there's also other things that happen too. And that is that, just take for example systems and processes if you're not an expert in this area then what you do is you go and find somebody who is you can't know everything about everything it's impossible and they say a wise man doesn't know everything but he knows where to look so you would go out and you would find a systems and processes consultant and you'll bring them into that company now that leads on to the professional services group and what that is about is you form a group of people around you um, um, it's like a little club but you own and you manage it and what that means is that you get an accountant a bookkeeper a sign writer an IT specialist a Google specialist an HR specialist a systems and processes specialist maybe a dozen maybe 16 people and you give work to these people for your clients because you, you, as you remember in training, we say don't pluck the chickens, bring somebody in to do that who's better and faster and cheaper than you. And that's how you get over these things. Um, another question was about HR. And the person said, I don't know anything about HR. Well, not many people do except HR people. So, so what happens there is that you make an HR person one of your PSG group, professional services groups, and you bring them in to your client customer. And as I said, they're better, faster and cheaper than you. So that, that's how you cover that sort of thing. So you don't need to know everything. You're at the, at the, at the tiller of the boat, your client's boat, or that's not a very good analogy, we're talking about on rails. Um, you're driving the train on the rails of the business success program and you're driving driving the thing forward and you bring in people as they are needed. Um, you don't need to be an expert at everything. So I hope that covers the systems and processes um, question that was there. We had a good question from somebody who said that they weren't an accountant or a bookkeeper and they felt that they didn't know very much about finances of a business. And I suggested to them that in the resources, there's three or four very good training programs in there uh, on um, on the essential financials, I think one of them's called, which will give you uh, a pretty good overview of what you need to know. Um, we only need to know the basics. We don't need to be um, we don't need to be an accountant um, to be able to um, decipher um, financial um, accounts and things like that. So go through those courses, and I think you'll find that. Um, they were well. They were designed for consultants to do that very job to help them out.
Another good question was on CPA um, accounting partnerships, and and um, uh, this was from a Consultex um, um, person in our network who actually own a uh, an accounting firm. Now, we have known at Consultex for well over a decade, more like about 12 years, 12 years that accountants should be getting into business consulting because traditionally they work in history, they work in the past and they produce historical numbers. Now, we, we, we know that you can't, and you know too, you can't control history. It's, it's good to know, it's interesting and all those sorts of things. But really, you can't control. You, you can't change anything. You need to change something. You need to start working in the future. So yes, CPAs, accounting firms, they should be using Consultex and they should be integrating it in. Whether they get their accountants to train up and use it, or whether they whether they have a separate division in there is totally up to them. I would probably have a separate division. I would get some some fresh people in, uh, and I would train them to become consultants and I would um, for the clients in the firm and I would have a certain uh, threshold at which I introduce these um, these uh, these consultants um, based on the performance of a business and where business is perhaps not going very well um, we bring in the consultants and keep it all within the firm so yes there's a huge opportunity there I get half a dozen uh, accountants, um, what are they, newsletters um, every week coming in from US, UK, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, etc. And in nearly every one of them, the, the, there's a topic of discussion there that accountants need to start moving towards business consultancy and moving towards the future because because these online consult, um, accounting systems like Xero, Myob, uh, REC and QuickBooks, etc., are getting smarter and smarter and smarter and are essentially taking work off the accounting firms. Um, and uh, clients are able to, to produce their own reports on a monthly basis, daily, weekly, if they want to. So yes, if I own a, a CPA firm, accounting firm, I'd be, I'd be right into it. Um, also, we had some questions about, um, two questions actually, about the initial agreement. This is the consulting agreement that you produce for the third meeting with the prospect. And the questions were around, should I take it to my lawyer? Now, um, that agreement has been lawyered to death in Australia and New Zealand. And I think it'll be okay worldwide. But but I've always said that there's nothing wrong with taking it to your lawyer and and ask him to spend gosh, it's only four pages long, five pages long, to spend an hour and just to check it through and just to make sure that it's going to be workable in your particular country, your particular state, wherever you are in the world. I can't guarantee that because I don't know I don't know about what all the rules and regs are around the world, but it's pretty simple. It's designed to be kept simple and easy because the more complex the, the agreement becomes, the more situations you're going to have where the client says I need to give this to my lawyer to have a look at and we don't want them to do that so if you do give it to your lawyer for a check don't give them five pages and get 30 pages back uh, I'm just saying be, be very careful you could wind up making something that is unpalatable to the prospect and he won't sign we also had a question about um, Consultex um, the video for learning how to use Consultex. I don't understand 
why this person couldn't find it, but it's sitting there in plain view in the training, it's down the bottom, and there, I think there's 11 or 12 videos on each section of ConsultX, so you can you can either have a split screen, or maybe have two screens if that's the sort of computer setup that you've got, and you can go through and you can you can follow the video that I've done with your live ConsultX um, on one of those screens. Also, question about bookkeepers um, or accountants for monthly accounts, I think a bookkeeper is very adequate. Providing all the information is going into the accounting system and providing it's accurate and, and all of those sorts of things and the timing is right, monthly close-offs, etc., there's no reason why they can't do that. Um, it's pretty easy um, on these modern-day systems to be able to do your own monthly printouts. Accountants don't like doing it. And, and I've always, that's always been a bit of a, a puzzle to me because because it's more fees for them but but they seem to be resistant in doing it and well that's 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 their loss and our gain so um, yes get a bookkeeper in there remember earlier I said your professional services group could have a bookkeeper in there and you could actually get lots of work for him or her around um, around all of your clients you need to have very good numbers in the consulting business you need to be able to measure things if you can't me measure it you can't manage it and especially you need to be able to show the progress that you're making with the business by having accurate figures so you can um, squash any chance of there being a a question over your um, over your um, fees we're just gonna have a quick break and we'll be back in about one minute have you ever thought about using your past business or corporate experience to help others in business by becoming a business consultant, coach, or advisor? If so, there's an opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready for you to run with called ConsultX. If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out ConsultX. ConsultX is an online consulting program that helps an engaged community of like-minded people. So all the training tools and support that you need to become a successful business consultant are ready for you when and how you want to consume them all in one place. Find out more now by visiting consultx.com slash fire. That's consultx.com slash fire. You can also check out their podcast, Everything Business Consulting, to help you get started. Okay, we're back. Uh, another question we had was on client guarantees and the, the question being, should we give them? I say absolutely not. Absolutely not. We've never done it. We've never suggested it. I don't know anybody in our network who does it. Uh, this particular person said that in the state of America um, that they're in, um, it's relatively commonplace. I can't comment on that particular state, and I can't comment on um, commonplace or not. But all I can see is I don't like it. Um, um, you don't own the business, you don't have shares in the business, it's the client that gets all the upside to all the good work that you do, um, and you, how can you give a guarantee when you don't have enough information? After three meetings, you don't have enough information. Like quite often, I've I've had clients, I've signed them up, I've thought that I knew everything about their business, and then when I actually got them as a client and I started to work through the meeting process, I go, oh my gosh, this place is just an absolute circus. Uh, and uh, and it's been way, way, way worse than, than what I thought it would be. So 
it's not fair that we give a guarantee um, for a client's business that he has mismanaged over the years. So I, I would say no, but as I said, I don't know what goes on all around the world. Um, you know your own individual um, territories and what's going on. Now, another one was on ideal clients. That came a couple of weeks ago. That came through the Facebook user group. So Mandy actually went and printed out a list of of a whole lot of clients um, in our um, in, in, in the network, just a portion of them, uh, and she put down the types and the sizes and the fees. And we've had a lot of feedbacks come back on that and said that that is really useful. And I'm glad about that. Um, essentially, remember, the ideal client's about 2,500 New Zealand, roughly. Um, and, and it's for the first couple of months, and it grows because of the percentage the percentage of monthly revenue gives you gives you no ceiling, but the, the, the flat fee gives you a floor. So it doesn't go below, it can only go up. So do have a look at that. Um, if you're a member of Consultex, that is, and you can, that's on, uh, on Facebook. PSG groups, we talked about those earlier on, but they are so powerful. Um, if you can imagine having 12 people in your group, not only can you refer work to them um, where they're experts at it, um, you get referrals back from them as well. And the idea is that you get um, one referral per month per member. If you have 12 members in your PSG group, you're going to get 12 referrals back. That is magic. It's just it's just money for old rope, as they say. I don't know what that actually means, but uh, anyway, it must be an old uh, medieval saying. So yeah, so PSG groups, it's all in the training, what you need to do. Another question was on indemnity insurance. Now, um, uh, I know accountants and lawyers do this. I know they have a an indemnity society that generally backs them. They all pay a fee into it every year or month or whatever. And if somebody somebody does a uh, does a crooked thing, then um, then it gets covered somehow. So we um, I I don't know anybody in our network who's got indemnity insurance. I I just don't. Um, uh, I think we're pretty well covered on our on our agreement and our contract. Um, it specifically lays lays out there that we don't make any decisions for the for the client. They make the decisions based on all the information, the discussions. I think it'd be, um, and we've never we've been going since two thousand and five. We've never ha had anybody who's been taken to court or sued or anything like that. So, so but do, bring this up with your with your lawyer if you're going to have a quick conversation with him or her, um, and I'd be interested to know what their thoughts are. Um, when you've done that, just put it into the um, Facebook user group and uh, and uh, we'll, I'll, I'll pick it up there. So get those contracts checked if you want to, if you're not happy with it. Now, we talked before about um, integrating Consultex into an accounting practice. I also want to talk about, about a consulting practice that, that is kind of the third stage, second or third stage that people go on to. People, um, a lot of people join Consultex, they learn to become a business consultant and they, and after six months, maybe a year, when they've got their head 360 degrees around business consulting, they make a decision that I want to do something else. I want to, I want to build this. Uh, so they start a consulting firm. They upgrade their subscription with Consultex, uh, and then they do the training to become a firm owner, uh, and then they go from from there 
forward and they start recruiting um, what we call affiliates or um, consultants to work within the firm. And it's a really, really, really good way of growing, growing the business beyond just being a sole consultant. Um, and you probably, um, you can start a firm up in your area, you probably need about a radius of, um, um, I'm just trying to think, probably um, 20 kilometres, something like that, um, about 12 miles, 13 miles in, um, in, uh, in, in miles in Imperial, uh, and you could probably have about 10 consultants operating in that area. So really, it's very simple, you get that area, you chop it up, uh, into the business area, so everybody's got a thousand prospects in that area or something like that, uh, and they work that area. They become the local consultant in the area, they drive a signed written car, uh, they put out brochures, they are just absolutely um, in their face all the time, and, and, the, and the local person to go to 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 have get to get business help to improve profit growth and value, etc. So Firms, consulting firms, we have six in New Zealand, um, and and they're all growing really quite rapidly and um, doing fantastically. So we've got two or three in Australia, but we don't have an, any anywhere else in the world except up in Holland, where we have a kind of a quasi uh, um, country arrangement up there, where we've got over thirty five. Um, in Holland, so um, that's associates in a, in, a, in a firm, so it's going very well up there. Just want to talk about uh, a couple of new um, additions that are being added to the Consultex application, and the first of those two new additions is we're going to build and we're building at the moment a business valuation tool and what that is is a tool whereby you can enter information in from your client's business and you can go through a questionnaire with them and based on the financial numbers and based on the on the questions that they answer these two things will work together and they will come up with a valuation for your client's business. Now, that's always very interesting to know, uh, and uh, we expect to have that. That will be out in the new year, um, probably February 2018. And the other um, thing that we're adding to the, uh, the application is a one-page monthly dashboard report. Excuse <coughs> me. Now, we used to have one of those a few years ago. It was a, a kind of a... Uh, High-end Excel um, <coughs> type of type of um, primitive software type report, but um, people in the network liked it. Um, people that didn't need to get into humongous um, reporting packs for their clients might be for a smaller business, maybe they just used a one-page dashboard. So all of the information was all put in there, uh, and um, it was a monthly document that was that was used at the monthly management meeting, uh, and we're going to be doing that as well. And there's probably two or three other things that are coming along, um, and one really, really big thing, but I'm not going to tell you about that uh, for another couple of weeks until that's ready, um, but you'll be very impressed with it. So that's the end of the Q&A today. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for your attention. I hope it was helpful. 
If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out the Consult X Business Success Program. Find out more today by visiting consultx.com slash fire, and be sure to subscribe to their podcast, Everything Business Consulting.